When are we going to have a Kids Bop album? Shitty Cinemites help make this happen. There it is. Don't let your children kids listen bop. to us. <laughs> <laughs> Police officer, you're the underground. Let's just make sure we're hitting all of our target markets right there. Oh, man. We're looking oh, for man. a very specific listener, and there's only four of you out there. <laughs> There are good movies and there are great movies, but those aren't the movies we watch here because this is Shitty Cinema. Shitty Cinema is where four film masochists armchair analyze atrocious flicks based on our theme of the month. Bad people who watch worse features for an excuse to show how much we love movies but hate ourselves. I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Howdy. Casey and Juice. Hola. Juice, what is our theme this month? This month, we're getting all sorts of fucked up on Quaid Ludes. We, <laughs> anything that happens to touch a Dennis or a Randy or that other one that nobody gives a fuck about. And they will touch back. They oh, have touched no. back. Yeah. We brought a Quaid. There are Quaids. So Dave, what Quaid did you deliver for us this week? This week we went with Dennis Quaid in 1996 Dragon Heart, uh, directed by Rob Cohen. <laughs> Rob Cohen, Man. deliver us from Quaid. R.I.P. My childhood. Yeah, I did not realize how many movies by Rob Cohen I had seen. It's unfortunate. Yeah, and none of them are good. So they've all been. They were good. They were good in my innocent wow. little childhood. They were good in their time. Did we all watch Dragon Heart when yeah. we were kids? Yes. Multiple times. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. my <laughs> mom took me. My we mom are... has watched this movie. <laughs> This wasn't a dump and run. It should have been. And now, <laughs> and now you appreciate how difficult being a mother is. Oh, my God. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go any farther, Dave, we need an elevator pitch from you. So you're on the back of this dragon, and suddenly a ballista shoots at it. It doesn't actually hit the dragon. The dragon's faking it to extort money from the villagers because oh, that's totally the ethical thing to do. However, you, riding on the back fall off because it forgets about you. It's a forgetful dragon. I can't help it. And so you have 10 seconds before you hit the ground. In that last 10 seconds that you have to live, why don't you sell us this movie? Dennis Quaid and a Scottish smog fleece a bunch of villagers for pocket change. <laughs> Four seconds? Four seconds, yeah. yeah. That's what I got. And, and in the midst of that fleecing, that dragon is about to actually land on Casey, who's unbeknownst to anyone else on the ground having some wine like you do she's a classy lady right i'm looking like wow that cloud looks like a dragon that's getting closer <laughs> and closer and in the 10 seconds before it crushes you casey sell us this movie dennis quaid yells at a medieval time staff while sean connery impersonates a windows 95 screensaver <laughs> six, six seconds, seconds. all right yeah. Yeah. Did I miss anything other no. than the ginger guy? No, no. you guys got it yeah. both within five. Neither within ten. of us mentioned the actual antagonist of the film, but he doesn't actually. <laughs> I <laughs> said really Dennis matter. Quaid. No, he's the protagonist. Yeah, I the felt antagonist. very fucking antagonized by him. No, he's the antagonist. For sure. For Did, sure. Well, Dave, if we're going to talk about Dragonheart, why don't you walk us through the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? All right, so the plot of Dragonheart, as best I could follow, uh, Dennis Quaid is an old-timey knight of the old code who is now mentoring Ainan. <laughs> so old. Yes, very old. Uh, who's now mentoring Ainan, the son of a dickbag king. Uh, dickbag king goes out burning his own villages, I think? Burning yeah, yeah. Because they village. Were, well, they were forever in revolt, but now they're in open rebellion, I believe yeah. was the actual verbiage. Yeah, so he goes to burn some thatch roofs, uh, and in the process, Dickbag King dies. 
Uh, Sun gets injured pretty badly during the fighting, too. So the he Queen Mama poked. says, he gets <laughs> poked. Right. He gets poked by a really big spike. Yeah, right. but well, you know what? A, a splinter could kill you back then. So that's true. fuck him. Yeah. All right. I guess I see it. Go All on, right. Dave. So Queen Mama <laughs> takes her now borderline heartless son uh, to go meet a dragon voiced by Sean Connery. Just, Sean Connery. He's not doing a voice. It's just Sean Connery <laughs> talking through a dragon. Yeah. In natural form, actually. Yeah. Uh, the dragon decides that he's going to give half of his heart to Einan, the ginger king, so that he can grow up <laughs> to be good and loyal and pure. And a half-hearted person. Yeah, but the dragon failed to account that he's a ginger. And he has no soul. <laughs> well, I just yeah. want to know about dragon anatomy. How does this? How is this compatible with humans? I have a lot of questions. I also want to know what They're kind magic. of dragon medical school he went to, but go on. <laughs> right. The type that trains you on how to take out half of your Self own Self-surgery. <laughs> he went to Cornell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the Connery dragon uses his Cornell degree to <laughs> cut out half his heart, put it into the ginger, uh, Ginger grows up to be a dickbag, just like his daddy. Surprise! What? Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah, it's nature, not nurture. Uh, so Quaid runs away to kill dragons because he blames the dragon for this and not the kid being a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> what What a reasonable argument, Dave. So we time skip forward 12 years. Uh, Quaid's been hunting dragons this whole time, as is shown by the number of teeth on his shield. Uh, he finally runs oh. into the Connery dragon again. Was that a thing? Yeah. It wasn't yeah, just decoupage. Yeah, those, those were dragon teeth. <laughs> I must have zoned out for From that. all the dragons he had killed. Gotcha. Or just one dragon. How did you zone out? You watched this in the theater. <laughs> I have seen... I'm not going to say that out loud. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let the internet judge you harshly for how many times you've watched this film. Yeah. Go on, Dave. I'm going to deserve it. So apparently in this world, every dragon sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> Because he made that up. It's yeah, the no, only thing that great. makes sense. Right. After it's the only way it works. years, Dennis Quaid finally finds the dragon that sounds like Sean Connery, but he doesn't recognize that it's the one he's been hunting for 12 years. Right. You, how else do you explain that he doesn't recognize it unless they all just sound like Sean Connery? <laughs> do even the female dragons sound like Sean Connery then? Yes. Why not? Apparently. Twist my big old dragon titties. <laughs> Put that on the website and suck it. <laughs> So Quaid's a little burnt out on the whole dragon hunting thing, Aren't and we all? he proceeds to oh. team up with the Connery dragon. <laughs> it's so blasé for Casey. <laughs> the two of them now go and fleece a bunch of villagers by the Connery dragon flying in, eating a sheep or two. Uh, Dennis it's Quaid true. shoots a spear at him that he catches and then falls into a lake and swims <laughs> away. They make a bag of gold, and everybody's happy. Yep. In their travels, they eventually save a hot slave. Uh, an- <laughs> That's what I, she was. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay. Yeah. Her so, dad was a slave. She wasn't. She had yeah, a she job. she was a slave, too. Yeah, she, was a slave. she was just broke. We, we no. go from extortion to freeing slaves. Yeah. Yeah. So we free the slave. Uh, we also <laughs> meet up with Kobayashi, who is oh, not yeah. called Kobayashi. He's brother something in but this movie. But brother Gilbert. Yeah. He's, brother Gilbert. That was it. Yep, he's Kobayashi the friar. Kobayashi from um, Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. Suspects. And he's great. He's so much better yes. than this movie deserves. Yeah. He really is. The man is just... Pouring out Shakespeare in <laughs> a film that does not need it. Yeah. His own personal brand of Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. And this whole Scooby gang goes to Avalon where King Arthur's buried. And Dennis Quaid has a come to Jesus moment and decides he's going to be a good guy again. 
It was really come to dragon. Come to Draco. <laughs> yeah. It was a come, come to, to Arthur. King Arthur. Yeah, it was a come to Arthur. Yeah, moment. but I'm pretty sure that was Sean Connery impersonating an American accent behind the thing. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, you're wrong. Though. In the novelization, he actually meets all of them and he sits on the throne or some Yeah, but or some chair I don't care how many weird Santas he sits on their laps. We need to stop because Jay just admitted to reading the novelization <laughs> of Dragonheart. Ew. You don't have That's to. That's my job. I think we would all understand. You're right. I can't anyway after seeing that guy all night. So it's clearly King Arthur. Just say it. It's definitely not right. in the movie. Oh, was Sean Connery in that The novelization? Book? Yeah, totally. No, he fucking wasn't. Yeah. Dave, go on. Yeah, ignore him. So Dennis Quaid, the dragon, and the rest of them form a peasant army to go fight Ainan, and they storm the castle. Uh, eventually, the Connery dragon is captured. Quaid breaks his way in. There's a climactic fight with Ainan and Quaid, and then Dennis finally turns his weapon on the Connery dragon and chops into its heart, which finally kills Ainan. The dragon turns into a star, and Quaid probably dies of the plague or something Never later. trust a Quaid, Never ever. trust a Quaid. He will throw an axe into your chest. He went to dragon heaven, David. Is that what happened in yeah. the novelization? Oh, well, yeah, but still, I mean, that's that's implied. Yeah, I mean, they, they told us about dragons. been inside of me. <laughs> A lot. David. Casey. Thanks for wrapping it up nicely. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel like we're a really great odd couple. You were plaid, I were heating pad, you're Sean Connery, I'm Dennis Quaid. Wait, wait. Sean Connery didn't have the beard and Dennis Quaid did. Okay, so Dave I guess I'm Sean Quaid. Connery. I'm more of a Sean Connery. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't it be Quaid? Well, take a blood alcohol test. I'm definitely more Connery than Quaid right now. <laughs> right? Plus, with that heating pad, that's how we breathe fire. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah, Casey is really taking the Connery. Unfortunately, the- <laughs> Dave, you're Quaid. Damn it. Dragonheart <laughs> gives us this picture where Dennis Quaid is first adversarial toward Sean Connery the dragon, and then they slowly become buddies as they bond. First, they were cool, and he's like, I wow. love you. You saved my pet ginger. We're and bros. And he's like, yeah, I know. Get yeah. out of here. And then the ginger fucking goes on a rampage. He just turns became into a little a fucking... asshole. I mean, it's in his nature. There's nothing there. So as he grew, he just like turned into a medieval in his... carrot top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I said No, it. at least carrot top had a name. Eyeliner. Say it. At least he had eyeliner, yes. At least he had eyeliner. It gave like, him a little bit of character. Skinny carrot top, though. Not not Yeah, beefy no, not top. beef. Not beefcake carrot top. Beefy top. Beefy top. (laughs) 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 Don't pull on a stock juice. I hate everything about that. Everything. Is it like a beefy muffin top? Is it just like... (laughs) It's whatever you want it to be. What is it really that flips Dennis Quaid into his relationship with Sean Connery? Was it the night they spent camping where suddenly Sean Connery had a cramp in his shoulder because he got stabbed or because fucking Ina got stabbed? Yes, that's exactly what it was. It was the first time that they met. Dennis Quaid spent a night inside of Sean Connery. That's, you know what? You're right. He it, took I mean, it back a day. <laughs> a I night mean, inside of Sean Connery sounds like some kind of risque film. He spent an <laughs> afternoon inside his mouth. Yeah, well, oh, he, that's true. Okay, I got God, what you're talking like about now. It sounds like one of those like, medieval mommy porn books. <laughs> like, I'm going to spend the night in your mouth, my lord. 
Featuring Fabio. Featuring Vanessa Williams. Ooh. Ooh. Be a I hot would watch combo. that fucking movie. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, let's do this. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going home. I will be back. <laughs> so, Juice has an emergency. So I'll I'll research, the week. research project. Dennis, though, Dennis and Sean weren't the only odd couple because it was kind of like a tricycle. <laughs> because you had the red-haired girl that they were even odd couple about how they felt about her because when Sean Connery meets the redhead girl after kidnapping her, pretending he's going to kill her, Dennis Quaid sneaks up on him. They're having like lovely conversation and he's singing like baritone opera to her and she's like, yeah, I got a great voice. It's Look called, at my hair. It's a wig. It's called Dragon Opera. Dragon, Dragon great it's opera. Clearly. And so Dennis Quaid is like, oh, I don't like her. She's dirty. She probably just eat her or whatever. And he also throws her at the mercy of some cannibals, ends up saving her. But then the tides turn. So first he's like, fuck this girl. She can't come with us. I'm high as balls. I don't know if you know this, but in Dungeons and Dragons, there are dragonborn. And they are the product, I assume, of a dragon getting it jiggy with it with a human. I can only assume that's how is it works. Is that why... He wanted Dennis Quaid to kill him because he knew his child was inside of Dennis Quaid and would right. be safe. Mm. Mm. Oh. We don't want to pay child support. Do you know what that cut is on a dragon horde? I would literally rather <laughs> oh, die. Wow. Actually, just That's fucking kill point. me. Yeah. Just fucking kill I me. I can't afford that shit. Listen, it's going unaddressed and I can't stand it any longer. Every single wig in this movie <laughs> was absolutely <laughs> amazing. a Halloween store mid-november clearance pick okay everybody's everybody not just wigs also facial hair Casey, put it in there what what was the worst wig Ooh, i'm gonna have to say dick nose prince <laughs> both both as a young kid and as an adult he had the worst one okay juice worst wig in the movie um it wasn't necessarily a wig it was actually the beard of what's his fuck the uh guardian of the prince Brian, Brian, yeah, what, whatever. Thompson. Brian Thompson. I must said Brian, Brian Adams. <laughs> Brian yeah, no. Adams. He had a great he beard. Yeah, Brian Thompson looks good in a beard. What are you talking that's about? A good you, look. you think that's a good get? Get out of here. Okay, We're question throw you out of a window. Did you like least? Did you like the young one where he's blonde still, or Twelve Years Later where he's gray? And no, I liked. I did like the gray older scruffy. He looked yeah, great it looked better. The blonde no, the, one. The blonde one was just uncomfortable. It looked like fucking peach fuzz. Yeah, like because if, he was just Brian Thompson. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> the beard. I think Dude. I could do it if I were on Molly, but I've never had Molly, so I'm hoping I could still deal with <laughs> that's it. But a, I, that's a large. I'd fuck her run. I don't know if you fuck guys were run. paying attention, but Brian Thompson is six three, and those sets were not built for him because he yeah. was ducking through door frames. <laughs> He looked fucking monstrous. I know. That's the part of my brain that says yes. It's the facial hair that's like, it could be spider eggs. You don't know. No. Oh, don't let it in. <laughs> no. Ooh. He is a Hercules doll, I, though. I love to Brian Thompson for me is a sign of shitty cinema. That yes. is what I look oh, yeah. for. Yes. Like, this cinema when, is where it's at. Jay, what was your favorite bad wig? I'm so glad you asked because I think... Do tell, spill the, it, sister. The clearest example of a bad wig is Kira, the redheaded girl, when she's locked up in her Fifty Shades of Grey scene and is wearing, it, it's clearly a reshoot because she is wearing the most atrocious red wig it I've ever like seen. It looks like it's on fucking backwards. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. It's long and kind of curly and it looks like fucking Shrek trash. Yeah, it's it was put on 
in a hurry. Yeah, absolutely. And it was put away six months ago in a hurry. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Dave, what do you think the worst wig in the movie was? Okay, I I have to say Quaid's hair, and I'm <laughs> I don't know if yeah. it was a wig. All right, it was just really bad. His he did have like a ponytail. His hair looked like bleached out old mom hippie hair. <laughs> She's like. No, I've Great. always kept it long. I'm just not. I'm going to go from blonde to gray. But, Mom, your roots are jet black. Don't ever tell anyone that, River. <laughs> like, he had the, the old-timey night beard, but he still had those 90s anime arches on the front of his head. Yeah, yeah. kind of like. two that peel off. If Ares fucked Dennis Quaid <laughs> and only 1% of her made it to the offspring, it was just a little twiggy hairs that stick up. It looks like he was cosplaying Hans Gruber. It was not a good yeah, look for that, him. There was medieval a medieval Hans Gruber. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck is Hans Gruber? The bad from, guy from Die Hard. Right. The greatest Christmas uh, movie. Yeah. Well, almost greatest. What do you mean almost greatest? We'll talk about fight it later. Me. Fight me. I will right, fight me. Right. That's what I'm saying. The only thing comparable to the wigs, I'm going to say, is the wiggity graphics. <laughs> Did you come to watch a 1995 screensaver whoosh across your screen with the voice of Sean Connery that gets progressively drunker or strokier? Because <laughs> he does. You'll notice it. There were no green screens used in this movie. Hashtag real history. Correct. <laughs> yes, this was the last actual dragon. Absolutely. That speaks with the voice of Sean Connery. Oh totally. my god. Do you remember the other documentary, The Last Samurai, when that like one last one white samurai that yeah. looked just like yeah. Tom Cruise died? <laughs> it was so inspiring. It was an actual documentary oh my god i'm so glad you know he's doing it for the culture thanks tom you're doing fucking amazing sweetie the cgi i i'm willing to excuse the fact that it's 1996 and the cgi is not perfect we just invented it like two years before it's pretty damn good considering but why did you give the dragon creepy human lips that move <laughs> With the words the way that normal lips do, it was so disturbing. To menace the women through the screen. <laughs> oh. In Dragonheart, they actually filmed Sean Connery close up and tried to mimic his face in the animation to make the dragon more Connery-like. Oh, That was intentional. Okay, Please but tell me this footage exists somewhere on YouTube. I don't know. I didn't I look that up. I need to see this. We got to Google that later. But think about it also. Like, the drunker I get, the more dragon mouth I get. Where it's just like, you're you're plastered right. back in that thin-lipped smile and your eyes are almost closed. Like, no, I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the cab. So now I can't stop picturing a drunk Sean Connery's face on a dragon that can't That's stand up. That's what this up. whole fucking movie was about, <laughs> Juice. Did you even watch it? Right, yeah. One time for a second in your life? Juice, were you excited about the CGI? Was it better than you remembered? No, no, I remember it being amazing, and I... I remember, <laughs> the, I remember it being amazing. The dragon? It was a dragon, guys. Come on. Dargon. It was a Dargon. And then the first time that he shows up, he's slitting his chest open to pull out part of his heart, and his Casey, fuck. Casey <laughs> just couldn't contain herself anymore. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, it sort of works when he's just in the background of the shots, but anytime they get in close on him, it's just, ooh. Yep. We did not have that figured out yet. Yeah, but I think I remember in 96, I was also like, mm, I don't think that worked quite the way they wanted it to. 
Something was I, a little off. I'm going to say that I definitely resisted it. Totally. You guys believe that? That I was like, yeah, I don't. How many times you, have you seen it in I theaters? How many times have you read the fucking book? Yeah. I, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> my God. To the novelization. My brain keeps trying to save me from knowing that. Like, you know, how like that protects you and it's like, like traumatic shit. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, but in reverse. Here, here's what blew my mind about the CGI in the movie. I remember so much dragon in it and there's actually only 23 minutes of Draco in the movie. You were probably turned around away from the screen for the rest of the time like the kid behind you like, hey Ricky, did you see that? And then you like, it talks, oh wait, it's on back on screen. Like, and then it's a 30 minute no dragon and you guys are just bullshitting or discovering your bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to go to Casey's corner with my artificial past? Uh, because this movie, when the dragon was not on the screen, was awful. Yeah. And I feel like I mean, you could learn a lot more just exploring. It wasn't know? that good when the dragon was on the screen. It made Let's it worthwhile. It, did, it was the best part of the movie. It's definitely what we showed up for. Fair. Yeah. And 23 we, minutes feels a little light. It feels very light for a long ass feeling movie. But you know what? Hour 43. That's two hours of now dragon. You know what? If you think about the CGI, compare it to Lawnmower Man. It was oh, doing pretty fucking man. good. Oh, man. Which means they 100% popped their wad on the CGI budget because the sets, and as we already <laughs> have mentioned, the wigs, the clothing, everything about this period piece was dollar bin so we did hear that not what a couple of years before they just finished filming king arthur with sean connery as well first night no first night first night night, the first night so i can only imagine that they just took the sets and the costumes from that terrible movie and just transferred it over and said we can make it cool if we put a cgi dragon in it and don't clean that cobweb it'll look more (laughs) spooky here's the question that dragonheart posed to me Okay, here you got a plastic pool of lava in the settiest set I've ever seen in a fucking hot minute. And why would this all-powerful dragon choose to live in this shitty set? That's the question. Because it's difficult to get to. It's a layer that not anyone can just come across. In the back of a Hollywood lot? Of course it's in the back of a Hollywood lot. It's Sean fucking Connery as a dragon. <laughs> He's got to have a constant supply of scotch. Everything he needs there. <laughs> it's like, there's that shitty set, and then on the back end, he's just got some booze delivery service. That's why when you went into that scene, you didn't really get to see much other than the altar that the dying ginger fuck was put on. He got a forged liquor license for the city of Los Angeles, <laughs> and that is the address he has written down. Plus... His drug dealer, four blocks away, and yes, he'll deliver. All right. Man, dragons must need a lot of cocaine. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, did you see those nostrils? <laughs> yes. Do you think he, like, burns it up? Rebases it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. It's Sean I'm Connery, not Richard works. fucking Pryor. He's not going to start running around shit. the street half on fire. Jesus. <laughs> Jay, have some fucking respect for the dead. Both of them. <laughs> They did make a lot of these King Arthur Avalon films throughout the 90s, so I'm pretty sure somebody just had vans and vans full of these uniforms you could rent at any time for like 50 bucks. It was totally the era of Sword and Sandal. And I loved it. It really evoked that mid-90s Sword and Sandal feel for me, and I loved that feel. I was so That's why I was so sold on this I, movie when it came out. I do always love the sight of a burning thatched roof. Exactly. Usually, <laughs> it's such a great... If you're going to raise the peasants, you got to burn their thatched roofs. Yep. 
That's how it works. Dave likes burning people's houses down, just so we are aware. I just, Dave, I have a lot of questions about the fire. Do you stay and watch them? Do you call the police and like giggle from the woods? Are you sexually aroused no, when you watch I the don't fires? Light the fires. I like movies where that happens because then you know you're going to see knights and people with bows and arrows and maybe a dragon. And hey, what'd you get? Maybe a burn victim. I don't know. <laughs> Usually <laughs> a few. What's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. Oh. You know what? While the set sucked. Motherfucking Kobayashi brought oh, the heat. Man. He didn't. He never put it on simmer. He never put it on simmer. He is bought in. He just chews through every scene. He's gonna this. burn that caramel, and you're gonna love it. Mm. We the first time we meet Kobayashi is riding around on a donkey, mm-hmm. fucking doing Shakespeare, nailing it. Yeah, we keep calling him Kobayashi from Usual Suspects. For me, the first thing I always go for for him is Father Lawrence from Romeo Plus Juliet. Oh yeah, which he is amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. in. And I, I love that movie. I think he still thinks he's on that set <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> Like yes. he's a method actor, but he got broken, kind of a thing. He got like, stuck you know, into a. He got a cycle. stuck that one. No, he's thing. just he's got a mortgage, but the man's classically trained, so he's gonna do what he do, and that's Shakespeare. Yeah, and he was only in one of two kinds of movies: Shakespeare stuff, awful shit, but like delightful awful shit, like this movie. Except for the usual. Yeah. Su- I mean, the usual suspects is a. Fucking I'm gonna buster. say he's Brilliant. Shakespearean in that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, all right. Gotcha. He. No, I don't mean it's all sword and sandal movies. I'm saying it's either, wow, that was a moving performance, or like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> what are you doing? They sneaking in here? You don't. Yeah. 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 Come on. You shouldn't look mm-mm. at the rest of them. Get out of here, <laughs> you little scoundrel. Yeah, but he absolutely takes it to eleven in this movie, and it's fantastic. Every line he delivers is just over the top and wonderful. Listen, this movie taught me, even when there's the dark of night, there's always the brightness of stars. And while we had the brightness of Kobayashi lighting up our life, we must have the darkness that has fallen upon the land known as Dennis Quaid. Uh, it is the Quaid loon that we have. He's a fog of mediocrity oh, okay. <laughs> that, hangs, a... that hangs on this movie and just brings it down just dipping below the fucking turd a meter. I just made up a meter. It's Let me tell you what really drove me nuts about Dennis Quaid. It was the pseudo Batman voice that he had going oh. on the entire time. It was like Batman fucked Pee Wee Herman's throat. Is there somewhere you'd like me to drop you off? <laughs> he he yelled raw in everything he did. It's yeah, like, grunted. It's like a three-year-old. It's like, not for profit, Casey. It's for pleasure. It's for pleasure. That's why I kill dragons. Dargons. I kill Dargons for pleasure. So Dave sets fire for pleasure. He kills (laughs) Dargons for pleasure, not treasure. I got a real Kevin Costner vibe off of this character. Uh, That's unfortunate. I got like medieval union rep. (laughs) Did you get that? That feels real accurate. (laughs) (laughs) He just like... Listen, I don't give a shit about your town because I'm on break. See you in eight minutes. I'll save you. <laughs> Better have cash in hand. He also fucking resorted his his whole strategy is extortion. Yeah, actually, it is. That's and actually of, yeah of the people like not even like the rich fucks. Not till he meets the Connery dragon. Up to that point, he okay. just kills dragons. But then then he becomes extortion. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Yeah, wow. so. Is this you? Who said in the beginning that this was supposed to be a kids' movie? 
I did. It is. But they're humanizing a this dragon, right? Uh-huh. He, he's a person. Yet we have the guy who supposedly has killed up until the last dragon now extorting the people with the help of said dragon. Who's the real monster? This motherfucker. If you follow the money, it leads straight to <laughs> Dennis Quaid. It always does. It always does. This is not a children's movie. Monsanto I, Quaid. How did you like Dennis Quaid with the beard, Casey? Hated it. I did too. Hated it. It kept reminding me that he wasn't Randy. It, well, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> look almost, in his eyes. Almost it was, Randy the entire time. It wanted to be Randy, but while Randy has that giant spark of obvious insanity, he also <laughs> has a giant spark of actual talent. So, I mean... Ooh. I'm what? Oh, that is not a fucking hot take. Randy <laughs> Quaid has given us some amazing shit. Randy yeah. Quaid has pooped in my personal hand. That's a real story, celeb encounter. No, I mm, I would prefer my Randy with a beard. Dennis, not so much. Yeah, I have a hard time buying Dennis in anything but an inspirational baseball movie. Like that's <laughs> that's what he was built for. Yeah, it's just dad movies about. I'm gonna baseball. say, se- yeah. Oh, I was gonna say like second lead dad. I'm sorry, I gotta work so much, Megan, but uh, I bought you a horse. Yeah, I want you to have a better life. I had fun with Dennis Quaid when he was on Shrooms talking to King Arthur. I mean, I assume that he was on Shrooms. He was hearing voices and talking to a pillar. That seems in the rain. Yeah, I've had that. trip. That seems Shroom like. I've done that. I've had that trip. Yep. All right, Jay, I feel like you're fishing right now. Do you? Did you like Randy Qu- or? God damn it, I wish it was Randy. Doesn't matter how many times you say Everyone Casey. says Randy in bed with Dennis. <laughs> Randy! <laughs> he doesn't even get a Christmas card from his own family. They just send two to Randy. <laughs> That's the truth. Um, I feel like you're fishing for beard compliments did were you a fan of the quite beard oh, no i already said i don't like it. oh it's, it's awful okay would you say it's better or worse than his mullet i don't can i can i can i punt on that question and say I mean, no i'd like i could i do would you prefer to eat pig shit or dog shit <laughs> okay but follow i know up. what i feed my dog so dog shit follow-up question try picturing dennis quaid with no beard but still the <laughs> oh, oh brain broke thing Right? You kind of need that beard to just pull the eye you down. You look like Fred Armisen's attempt at a woman. Let's talk about the best thing Dennis Quaid does in Dragonheart, and that is fly a dragon like a goddamn kite. He oh. did fly yeah. a kite. He's okay. got this great little bolo thing on his horse that's spring-loaded. Yeah. And it grabs the dragon, and then he just grabs onto the rope. And then well, eventually, he ties it to his saddle. Yeah, and then his saddle gets ripped off, and all he has is his spurs, and he's flying through well, the yeah, air. Well, yeah, then he's flying, you know, then, but for a moment, he's flying a dragon like a kite. He is. And then, think about that. expertly, he drops down off from his saddle and runs up a thing and snacks it between a tree and actually brings the dragon down. That was probably the best scene in the movie. He probably tore that dragon's ACL. After he was bounced off of several trees, totally convincingly fine. Like I said, this was the best part of the movie, except for him being convincingly fine. Okay, drunk drivers always survive the crash because their bodies are completely (laughs) relaxed, and he's on a shit ton of Quaid ludes because he is Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Um, Randy Quaid, I learned... God damn it! (laughs) 
Dennis Quaid is not an action actor, as we learned. I don't no. think I've seen him in a lot of action roles. His stunt, a reason. his stunt guy did okay when Dennis wasn't trying to get his fucking mug on the screen. <laughs> I said the right Quaid that time, yes? You did. <laughs> okay, good. I'm really nervous about it now. His fight choreography was sad and slow. <laughs> like, no, we're not gonna. We're not gonna do it if we're gonna do slow motion. It's actually post-production. You don't have to go in slow motion <laughs> and yell the whole time because I think that's what he thought. Like He was going to shoot it like 300 because he just... He was really slow. He had to make a separate noise for every time he did something. There was with a lot of grunting. Arms. He was on quaaludes. Of course he was fucking I'm going to try to do that at work. Every time I pick something up, just like, <laughs> every plate I set down on a table, eggs, gravy, more coffee. Please don't do that. I'm gonna. That's so terrifying. Well, I'm going to have the knife Roomba going, so I'm assuming I'm going to get nicked a couple times because I'm fair. I'm fair. I'll be out there too, but I'll be watching for it. At the end of the day, there's one important question, Casey. Yeah. 1996's Dragonheart, would you watch it again? Oh, that's a tough that's a tough question. There were some things that I loved in this movie like the allusion to the old code which I decided was sock on the door go around the pond once more like I'm banging broads in here. I like the marshmallow rocks on the set. I like that Dennis Quaid gets knocked in the dick with a rope. And gets spit on in a very porny way by a CGI dragon. Oh, God. It was very gross. Mm. I could not stand the main baddie, the king, prince, whatever he is. As a child, he's horrifying. There's obviously something happened during birth. I think he's the best actor in the it movie. It was never fixed, and now it's just staring at you every day, and then he grows up, and it's worse, but in a different way, and his wig gets worse. It's like... The same kid wig, but like a couple more Barbie weaves stapled onto it. I'm going to say no. I'm not going to watch Dragonheart again. Juice, would you watch Dragonheart again? Um, This really put a fucking bullet right through my heart. I can't sit down and watch this movie again. I loved this movie as a child. It was wonderful. I would watch the casting of Liam Neeson as they initially wanted as the main character who teams up with the dragon. But other than that, no, I'm not going to sit down and watch it again. Jay, your childhood. How do you feel about it? Are you going to watch and ruin your childhood again? One of the many things we didn't get to talk about was the point where Brian Thompson attacks people with his falcon hand because in other news, Brian Thompson has a falcon hand which dispenses razors disguised as claws at high velocities through the air. Go, Brian Thompson. And then that yes. shit is never used again. And I am so disappointed. And worse yet, he's killed by this redheaded bitch. They're like, hi, birds are a 20-year commitment. Are you going to take care of this falcon now? Right. You Don't have go murdering aviary owners because you're going to have to take over that shit. Now you're honor bound to that falcon. Right. If that's a parrot, goodbye next 80 years. Right. And if you don't do it, it will come and rip your eyes out in your sleep. Every single eye. But I won't be using my eyes to watch Dragonheart again because uh, the 23 minutes of Dragon is real hard on me. Mm -hmm. If there was more Dragon and like some sweet Dragon fights, it would be awesome. That doesn't exist. The movie's kind of slow. It was all right. I had moments. Dennis Quaid annoys the shit out of me. Ugh. I'm just not going to watch it again. But the really big thing is, Dave, 
you did this, you brought this, it's your week, would you watch it again? You guys are all going on like this is the event that like, oh, my childhood was a lie. There is much worse shit from your childhood. I didn't go on revisited. about that. That wasn't Fair. me. Your, your conscience is clear. Thank you. These oh, two come on. Fuck you, are the Dave. ones like this is the moment. You knew everything you loved as a child was terrible. Trash. As far as that goes, this is not even top 10 for some of the trash we, we consumed as so children. We are so high and there, mighty on this futon. There are <laughs> things you will not take from me. You know, was it good? Not by a long shot. No. But just for the joy of hearing a dragon that sounds like Sean Connery say, yikes. <laughs> that was gold. Would I watch it attentively again? God, no. Would I put it on while I'm cleaning my apartment and occasionally glance over at it? Yeah, I think so. For 23 minutes? For 23 minutes? Sure. And that's that's more CGI dragon in this than there was CGI dinosaur in the original Jurassic Park. Look it up. Damn. No. And you guys like jerk to he's, that. He's doing it Take again. It. He's shitting all over my childhood again. Yeah. Stop him. So would I watch it again? Yeah, I'll put this on again sometime. <gasps> wow. Watch you it. nasty. You a nasty bitch. Mm. I'm going to come for you while you're watching it. Dirty skin. Please don't. Ever. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to do research for you, Dave. Ladies and gentlemen, the verdict is in. Three out of four of us are average normal people who would not shit on our <laughs> childhood again. Dave is the ad man out as usual. This seems to be a trending topic here at Shitty you Cinema. You are We're the dentist that says don't brush your teeth. <laughs> You're the one in ten. He's like, no, no, no. Just do some Mountain Dew about it. You got a cavity? Just swish, swish with Mountain Dew. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what they say? Bad movies, bad people. Bad teeth. Bad at <laughs> We're not British. Our teeth's fine. Juice, what do we have up on next week's episode? Oh, next week we are going to come a little bit further into the future. Hopefully some better CGI from 2009. We have G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Oh, yeah. My cobra's rising just thinking about Me it. Me too. Which I'm Quaid? We, we're going to unfortunately stick with the same mundane Dennis Quaid that we had this week. God, he's gruel. Fucking, I think what we might have to do is, uh, Casey, we need to get an outline of Randy's face and tape it onto the TV and like then play the a drinking, drinking game. game. You're yes. with me. Every time his face lines up, you take a drink. Yep. Of 151. No. <laughs> oh. I'm ready. I've been training for weeks for this. Good. My liver. Guys, thanks so much for listening. You're the reason this is possible. So please visit our Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, people spelled PPL, or shittycinema.com. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Now let's turn out the lights, throw an axe at the heart of a transplant patient. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>